Then put your little hand in mine There ain't no hill or mountain we can't climb Oh, hi, listeners. Welcome back to the semifinal round of the Movies by Minutes Cage Match Trivia Tournament benefiting the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Groundhog Minute host Dave Palace is back as our Master of Ceremonies. I am back with my team, the North Atlantic Coalition. You can learn more about cystic fibrosis and the fundraiser by going to GroundhogMinute.com. And your donations can help my team buy clues by putting the North Atlantic Coalition in the comment field on the donation page. This round features the North Atlantic Coalition versus Team Roper for a shot at the finals taking place on August 24 in Portland, Oregon at the 2019 Movies by Minute celebration. And now, your host with the most, Dave Palace. Let's start this bad boy off. Do you have an intro idea you want to do, Alex? Uh, I put about (laughs) as much effort into it as I put all the other intros. That's all I ask. Trivia time for trivia. Mean Girls trivia. Mission Impossible trivia. Here's Dave. Thank you, Alex. All right. Well, once again, we're back with the Movies by Minutes cage match for cystic fibrosis. I'm your host, Dave Palace. I want to start off by saying uh, thank you to uh, others that helped put this together. Crystal Beth, Thomas Howith, Kathleen Mocklin, Kyle Crane, Jarf Harden, and Brad Mendenhall. Uh, introduce what we are, the Movies by Minute podcasts. Analyze movies minute by minute. We slice up your favorite properties. But more finally than ever, give your feed a ever uh, infinite amount to listen to. Uh, through this trivia battle, the Movies by Minutes community is raising funds for fibrosis research. And cystic fibrosis is a life-threatening genetic disease that affects about 30,000 people in the United States and 70,000 people worldwide. Although CF is a rare disease, more than 10 million Americans are symptomless carriers of the defective CF gene. Despite exciting advances in CF research and a, and a care, a cure has not been found for this disease. The vast majority of people with CF do not have a regular, effective treatment targeting the underlying cause of this disease. Real progress is being made, and the lives of the people with CF are sadly still cut far too short. Now, last year, the trivia tournament uh, for a cure raised over 1800 for the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, and we're working on even raising that. 2019 is a pivotal year for cystic fibrosis research. Positive results were announced this March from two ongoing late-stage clinical trials of a new therapy that would be an incredible step towards the goal of ensuring that all people CF have effective treatments and ultimately a cure. So why we wanted to do this for the CF research was we have contributors in the Movies by Minutes podcast community who are involved in the CF community. Kyle and Brady Crane have a brother who, uh, adult who is living with CF. Fans of the Movies by Minutes podcast, Kyle Johnson, Jamie Crane, are both adults living with CF. People with CF tend to live isolated lives because they spend an exhausting amount of time in hospitals and they're doing daily treatments at home, and they are susceptible to contracting sicknesses from other people. Medically advised not to be around others with CF as they can make each other sick, so they listen and contribute to podcasts as an outlet and way to connect with others. So we're going to introduce our teams here. We are in the semifinals. So we have the North Atlantic Coalition of Rick and Julia Ingram and uh, just just the one, but the, probably the best, Sean German. Hi, ho everyone. Hello. Hello, Dave. Hello. Glad to Hi, be Dave. back. Now, representing the other team, it's very mismatched, but uh, God bless me, he's here. Hot off Netflix's money heist, it's the professor, Robert Black. <laughs> Not even supposed to be here today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, sadly, Jeff or Chris could not be with us, but Robert is waving the flag for Team Roper for some reason, and he owes him nothing. But here we are. And as always, I have my man in the box, Alex. Uh, that's me. I am the man in the box. <laughs> He's the man in the box. All right. So as we uh, we're going to get off on tonight, we have Mission Impossible Two and Mean Girls questions to go over. Uh, to introduce the rules, obviously, I'm going to go back and forth through each movie, so each team will have a chance to answer a question from each movie. We are allowing steals if the team did not answer correctly. Um, and I have lifelines. We have hints. We have texting. We have Google. We have the auto pass for $50 donations. And to update the teams, the North Atlantic Coalition is starting this game off with five bonus points already. Team Roper, you have two. So you already okay. have a little bit of gimmies on each side to, uh, to for exciting cri- uh, trivia. And, uh, and yes, we have the bonus questions. I have some movie questions here. I have the Leonard Malton movie guide. So with that said, let's get away. Okay, so I'm going to give it to Team Roper first. For Mission Impossible 2. Question 1. What actor 
plays Ethan Hunt's boss in Mission Impossible 2? Anthony Hopkins. And that's your final answer? Yes. There you go. Boom. That's one on the board. That's one on the board. All right. Okay. Here we go. Going now to North Atlantic Coalition for Mission Impossible 2. Mission Impossible 2 is all about a virus. Now name that virus. The virus. Chimera. Yeah, the it virus is, is Chimera. Chimera. All right, I'll take both of yours as the final answer. That is correct. Okay. Woo-hoo. All right, good, good, good. Moving in. Okay, now we go to Mean Girls. Back to Rob. What word is the spelling bee girl trying to spell at the beginning of this movie? Silocarp. And it's your final answer? Yes. That is correct. Good job. Ooh. Okay. All right. That was kind of a hard question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a Liz, strong one right out of the gate. This yeah. wasn't messing. I like well that. Well done, Robert. <laughs> I'm just glad that our first answer was accepted because we didn't pronounce it Chimera. No, no. Liz must have wrote these. I give, no, Liz must have wrote these. I don't want to give any credit to Rob. No, we're done. <laughs> no, we've, see, we've seen an example of Rob's question winning. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, bonus question now spells out. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, like I said, uh, I, I haven't introduced bonus questions yet, but, I mean, you could always go for bonus points. I haven't brought them up yet, but, I mean, if you want to go for one right now, Rob, I'm not going to stop you. Not yet. Okay, all right. Okay, question two. This goes to the North Atlantic Coalition. What song is Regina's sister dancing to when the girls go to her house for the first time? Is it, I know, it's like, I don't, I don't know the title, is it Milkshake? It's that song, my, the, my Milkshake Brings All the bar- Boys to the Yard. I don't know, oh. like, the actual name of the song, though. It might be. I know What's that, the name of the song? Is I it know milkshake? that it is, um, it is, like, a very sexy song, and she is Dancing not sexily a teenager yeah. enough to that. To it. Um, Way too young. I'd yeah. like to hear a clue if everybody else is okay with. I'm good with hearing a clue. Yeah, let's, let's clue it. Okay, all right. Uh, get, take one of their bonus points off for a clue. The clue is, wow, okay, we're going here, huh? This could be thrown at fascist politicians. <laughs> it's right, the yeah. milkshake song. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. milkshake. <laughs> yes, that is correct, milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that clue. I was, I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, all right. Toasty. All right, go, Liz. Edgy comedy. Yeah, edgy comedy. All right. Uh, yes, and also I ask, now that you've uh, answered correctly, would you like to go for any bonus questions? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Oh, all right. You're going with the bonus. Okay. Let's pull ahead. Into the 2015 movie, Spotlight is set in what American city? A, Boston, B, Philadelphia, C, Miami, or D, New York? Boston. Boston. That is correct. Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, unfortunately, I would like it to be set in a different city, but it was set in Boston. All right, now we're going back. To, I don't even know that movie. It's the priest. It's the you know priest abuse scandal movie. Oh, with, okay. With, uh, yeah. with Bruce Banner in it. Yeah, uh, I saw that. Like since that was yeah, that was right before the Oscars, where it had it got a little buzz, but it was like still in select stuff. There was like one theater in our area it was like at the the big low Cineplex. They only were having like Sunday morning shows at like ten in the morning, and like the small theaters. <laughs> so we all went to really breakfast. like during mass. <laughs> yeah, they they they. Yeah. <laughs> That, like it was like it yeah, was like, not a coincidence. Like, they had like yeah, they had like two showings, one at nine and one at ten. They were cl- I don't know what was playing at the same time that they didn't want to dedicate like a theater at all to it. They were like, oh whatever, two showings on a Sunday, fine. So we go get we go get eggs and coffee. We head over to the theater, and we're in the theater. And this movie, like I, if, if no one's seen it, yeah, it's a it's a quiet movie about people talking about sexual scandals. So like you're like leaning in most of the time, listening to people talk about some dramatic like horrible things. And one of the speakers was like blown out. So there's just this little bit of a buzz every time somebody's talking, and you really can't hear what they're saying because there's a little bit of a buzz. And and oh, so yeah. I'm like, and I'm just like, this guy gets fixed itself in a little bit, right? Like they're gonna do audio mix, and then it was just like, all right. So I would say group our our group is about five people, and I say there's maybe about ten else in the theater, and it's an, it's a maybe a ninety seat theater, maybe eighty. Um, so I go I go to the manager and I said, look, the one of the speakers is blown out. It's kind of hard to hear, and they're like, all right, we'll try to uh, we'll see if we can kind of fix it. And like they pause the movie, they said we're trying to fix the audio. It's still, but I go back out. I say like, it, like what's what's? And the guy goes, "How many people?" Are, and he just interrupts me. How many people are in your party? Um, well, there's about like I don't know about two people. No, how many people are in your party? <laughs> about five people. He goes, beep, 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 beep. "Here, five. Here's five vouchers." Just like throws five vouchers at me. I go, <laughs> oh, "All right, <laughs> all right." Okay. And, I, and I go in. I just like go to like, here. Just take these. We'll just take a theater vouchers. 
<laughs> so I just passed it down line to everybody. So I was like, I guess I'll just wait for the DVD release. <laughs> so And then yeah. Dave took that voucher and went to go see Fast and Furious. Uh, yeah, I, I'm very curious. Like, what was playing? I'll have to look at that later. Like, what was what was the movie? I probably went to that voucher. I was like, all right, fine. I'm turning. I'm, I'm turning. Hitting my chip in. All right. Dave took that voucher to go see Showgirls. <laughs> I went back and said, I can't wait for them to play classic '90s night. I love to see Showgirls. <laughs> oh man. Okay. That's gonna show up on one of those Fathom events. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Events, Riff Tracks, and, sh- and and Showgirls. No, Riff Tracks isn't watching Showgirls. It's just two separate events. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, so we're going back to Rob Mission here. Possible question three. Mission Impossible question minute. Yes, biochemical expert Dr. Nick Horovich was heading to Atlanta to deliver a virus and antidote to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention (CD), but he did not arrive. How did Nurovich actually die? Uh, Ambrose breaks his neck. Okay. Or does he do that after he does something else? Um, let's get him on the briefcase. I'm going to say Ambrose breaks his neck. Okay. Final answer? Yeah. That is correct. His neck is broken. You really shouldn't call him Dimitri. No. All right. Now, would you like to go? Now, since they did, would you like to go for a bonus? Okay. All right. Here we go. Caleb Smith is the main character in which 2015 movie? The Martian, Inside Out, Ex Machina, The Revenant. Ex Machina. That is correct. Okay. So, all right. All right. So, Alex, take one of his bonus points off, but we're going to give him a point back, victory point back. Yes, sir. Okay. And I'm marking these questions with a little X so I know that they answered that. All right, good. All right, we're moving now to the North Atlantic Coalition. Question four, Mission Impossible 2. Okay. Sean Ambrose has dropped off his former girlfriend, Naya, in downtown Sydney, but where was Naya when the IMF team finally located her? It was in Spain. Was it Spain or Portugal? No, no, no. When they, when they located her after the drop-off in Sydney. Yeah, it's like at the end. Wandered like out of cliff? the city. Yeah, it's it's a like a bluff cliff area. Um I mean it has a name in real life. I knew it at one time. I don't remember it now, but I don't know if there's a name in like they don't in say the universe. I don't know if there's a name. Yeah, they don't say the name of the park that she's wandering through. Yeah, but she's on the, the like the edge of a cliff. Yeah, so can we get does that count as a hint just to get a clarification? Are you looking for like a specific place name or can we just say it was like by the cliff? There's not a specific name given. Okay. Then I think the cliff, the edge of a cliff is that guys, do you think that's clear enough? Well, she's going to throw herself off the cliff and then the helicopter, Luther and um, Billy in the helicopter, they throw her on the edge of the cliff and then they save her before she jumps. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I feel good with that. I would go with the, you know, the, the cliff. All right, that is correct. Yes, they okay. at, the edge, at the edge of a cliff. They okay. said in the podcast yeah. exactly the name of the cliff park yeah. or the park that, that has the cliff. But, that's that's like, but nobody listens. To we that. were we were in that episode. Yeah, yeah but that's that's <laughs> you. Yeah. but that's oh, like meta I, that's outside. Right. I was in that episode. But that's like meta outside movie knowledge, and like I wouldn't I wouldn't <laughs> phrase against it because it's like yeah, it's like uh, some Australian cliff. No, um, she can walk really fast. That was your hint. Okay. <laughs> anyway, okay. Would you like to shoot for a bonus question? I think so. I think we do the bonus. Yeah, right. let's do the bonus. We got to stay right. ahead. Alex, yep. take take another bonus uh, credit off. We're going to go to this yes, one. Sir. Who stars in the 2015 sci-fi film The Martian? Ben Affleck, Sandra Bullock, Tom Cruise, Matt Damon. Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. That is correct. <laughs> he has such a hard time in that movie. All right, here we go. <laughs> he is, his poop potatoes and <laughs> his potatoes. <laughs> you say potato, I say putato. All right, Mean Girls for mean? Rob. Question okay. three: What word does Gretchen try to make happen? Fetch. Is your final answer? Yeah, it's and slang. It's British. Yes, that is correct. It is fetch. <laughs> Uh, would you now, as like I said, like, are we going back and forth? Are we doing another bonus credit? I'll let them stay even for now. Okay. All right. 
All right, now Mean Girl question for her, the North Atlantic Coalition. According to Katie, what language is everyone from Africa able to read? <laughs> Swedish. Swedish? Wait, yeah. Swedish? Yeah. Because that's the language the candy on bars. The, that on she the... gives to Regina. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. It's Swedish. Yeah. All right, final answer? Yeah. Yes, that's correct. It is Swedish. Okay. <laughs> I don't like being the only one that knows yeah. something. No, is it good? You did good. All right, now, would you like to shoot for another bonus credit? I think let's hold for now. Yeah, we'll hold, we'll, we'll we'll go into a holding pattern. Okay. okay. All, right. All right, we're holding. Okay, now we're going back to possible to question five, Robert Black. <clears throat> Who is the only person in a scene in Mission Impossible 2 with their shirt off? What actor? In the, in the scene in Mission Impossible 2 is the only one with their shirt off. Technically, Tandy Newton takes her shirt off, but she's not topless. Um, is that what you mean, though? Does someone... No. Topless. <laughs> it's... He's not... He has a shirt when he's climbing. It's not... The only thing, one that would make sense is Ambrose... But I can't remember when. Off to say Ambrose. Okay. As like I said, we have we have clues. I should say that. Remember, we still have a clue. But clues cost money. Well, we're we're doing a donation. What do we do? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm gonna donate. I just don't want. It seems a little okay. early. Okay. All right. And that's your final answer. No, I'll take a clue. Okay. All right. Put the clue on, Alex. I think that's his, uh, his last mm-hmm. credit. Okay. It is. Yes, it is. This actor in Paddington 2. <laughs> I have heard that Paddington 2 is the best movie ever. Everybody yeah. Heard it. uh, yeah, I haven't Godfather seen it. Godfather 2 of the Paddington universe. Oh, <laughs> it's Brendan Gleeson. Okay. That you're finally in the right? hospital bed. Yes. That is correct. It is Brendan Gleeson. Uh, I remember all the nip talk. <laughs> yeah, we don't like it. All right. Now, would you like to do a five dollar donation for a bonus question? Mm. No, I just used one, so no. Okay. All right. All right. Question six is going to the North Atlantic Coalition. What band who has never done a song for a movie wrote one specifically for Mission Impossible Two? Metallica. Yeah. And your final answer? Yeah, this was their. Yeah, the the first. It was the closing song, and I. It was weird. Yeah, they trying to go for an Oscar. Yes, that is correct. It is Metallica. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, Um, would you like to go for a bonus credit? I think that we need to cushion our lead a little bit. Go for a bonus question? Let's go for a bonus question. Okay. Lady says bonus. Lady says bonus. All right. And the lady's asking for Leonard Malton. Here we go. (laughs) All right. Okay. (laughs) I like the Leonard Malton game. Old Lenny Malton. All right. Let me find it here. Okay. 1995, rated R. Oh, I should give this to the uh, to listeners, first-time listeners. I'll be reading part of a Leonard Maltin movie guide of a specific movie. I'll give the date and the rating and a brief overview of the review and how many stars it was given. And our team have to guess what the movie is. Okay. Okay. From his padded cell, a desperate actor relates his story. Hired to locate reclusive horror writer... The actor finds himself in a New England town, but then people, places, even reality, begin undergoing horrific transformations. Oh. The first two-thirds is among this director's best work, and the actor is outstanding, but the last third becomes pointless, obscure, and the <gasps> ending is pretentious letdown. How Arrived dare without he? credit for the concepts created by <laughs> a known uh, book writer, and he gave it two and a half stars. 1995, oh. rated R. It's on the tip of my tongue. It's like the forefront of my brain. I can picture it in my mind. Um, I want to say in the mouth of madness. Sean, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> – I don't know. Because it's, it's – um, who's, who, who's um, the guy from Jurassic Park that Julia and I – may or may not be related to because of his because of pe- members of his family um who what the guy who played dr grant in jurassic park 
We may or may not be related yeah, to him. Yeah, his mother, I think it was, is an Ingham. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Um gosh, I, I can't remember his name, but I'm Neil, pretty sure uh, Sam, Sam Neil. Sam Neil. Sam Neil. Yeah. Sam Neil. Part of his family has the same last name as us, and that's why he stands out in my mind. But I'm pretty sure the movie is called In the Mouth of Madness. Because he slowly goes crazy over the course of the movie, and it's very Lovecraftian. I think it's the best we've got. I'll go with that, sure. Yeah. All right, final answer? I I don't want to get pegged for not having the exact right title, but I can't think of anything else it would be. All right, so it's In the Mouth of Madness. Yes. That is correct. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I knew it! Good yes. job, Rick. Right. It was like Yard. there. It was like in my lobe there. We are at the halfway point of the game. North Atlantic Coalition 8, Team Roper 6. North Atlantic Coalition has one bonus questioning. Okay. Okay, good. And uh, apparently... none left for Team Roper. Apparently Red Red Letter Media did a a recent video in the Mouth of Madness, and they said is that Carpenter won and Metallica couldn't get it, so he decided he'd just do it himself. And that's why the theme just sounds like like a poor man's Metallica riff. <laughs> he, wanted, he wanted like Enter Salmon apparently, and they wouldn't give it to him. So he's like, I'll write my own. And that's why it just sounds like, like this just sounds like Carpenter doing Metallica. That's what it is. Yeah, it's like the whole movie is Sam Neill chasing after this author. And it's one of those things where the author can bend reality to his will. Sutter Kane. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, have, a, I have a co-worker and... Uh, their boyfriends uh, named Kane, and I, that's the whole time I was just sitting there and being like, "I want to talk about in the mouth of madness," but I know neither of them have any clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> I just have to fight my tongue and be like, "Yeah, Kane, yeah." Just okay. talk to him about annihilation instead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you see that head trip either? No, nothing. All right, <laughs> okay, all right. You know, guys, not movie. Oh, you're not movie people. All right, that's that's fine. Okay, all right. Here we go. <clears throat> Uh, where where the heck were we, Alex? I got I got to turn around. Uh, we are going back to Team Roper for Mean Girls question five. All right, Mean Girls question five. Very much okay. Mean Girls question five. Robert, what actress plays Regina's mom in this film? Amy Poehler. Final answer. Yes. And that is correct. Boom. Okay, we going yes. for donate for a okay for a bonus. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Pull them out. Pull out the big. Okay. <clears throat> All right, all right, all right. Perfect, got one. 1997, rated R. Aging thief pulls off one valedictory jewel heist, but along the way accidentally witnesses a sexual assault and murder involving none under the President of the United States. Barely credible adaptation of David <laughs> Balducci, Balducci, Balducci uh, bestseller by William Goldman. This act, these actors play a fun game of cat and mouse, but the one actor is over the top, and the whole thing runs aground in the second half. He gave it two stars. 1997, rated R. Mm-hmm. I just hit a, it's the address, and I just hit a blank on the address. Now, I will mm-hmm. allow for another $5 donation. I will read you this full review with the full actor names in it. I okay. know what actor's in it. I saw okay. it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you saw it, because I certainly did. <laughs> What's a fucking street called? Um, it's, it's a famous address. I know. <laughs> well, Sean, you know what it is, right? Yes or no? Yeah, but I'm not on your team. Oh, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it might help if I say part of it out loud. I might think of the rest, but I don't want to give clues to people who don't I know. Mean, I mean, I think I know it. I haven't seen the answer, so but I don't could worry, be wrong. They can't steal a bonus question, so oh, okay. in case you get it wrong, they cannot steal a bonus. Okay, okay yeah. then it is 1600 street is white house on um <laughs> it is not i'm pretty sure it's not 1600 street well that maybe now uh, that would be um, a yeah. bold move <laughs> 1600 it's Wood. that's where it's located now it got relocated when the uh, current president was put in. and gene hackman is the president and if uh it's a um Give me a few it, more it, it's not one of the streets of Monopoly, but it's a sim. It has a similar name, but like the end part, the like Drive Boulevard, whatever that part's different. But otherwise, sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue. No, Pennsylvania Avenue is in the thing. Pennsylvania sixteen hundred. It's not Pennsylvania. It's something shorter. All right, I, I, got, I don't got it. All right, I'm sorry. 
The correct answer was absolute power. Oh, it's the other one. <laughs> Freaking hell. <laughs> I know you're doing the whole time. Two different like, White House no, movies. No. Uh, no. Uh, too many White House movies. Uh, this uh, is, yeah, this is the one with Clint I thought Eastwood. it was 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, too. Yeah. Yeah. See, White yeah. House on uh, 1600 Absolute Power Avenue. See, what you would... <laughs> <laughs> what you would know is if you went to Manny's Pizza in Palmyra, New Jersey, he has every sandwich is a Clint Eastwood uh, thing, and the absolute power is a cheesesteak with cherry peppers in it. I even knew it was Clint Eastwood. It was just yeah, yeah. but if you, it's, it's like, but he loves Clint Eastwood movies, and you could go, you see Space Cowboy, Meatball Sandwich, and you see you know you see like a, the Susie Q, and it's 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 all there. But you didn't know that's happening. Okay, all right, we're moving on. We're moving on. All right. <laughs> All right, so now this is going to be ba, 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 number six question for the coalition. Yep. What is the name of the group that the Mean Girls belong to? The, the plastics. plastics. The Plastics. The Plastics. All right, final That's answer? Final answer. Yep. Okay, yes, that is correct. The Plastics. All right, and I have to ask, are we going? Are you doing it? What do you think? Uh, I think we keep her. I would say save it, maybe later. Yeah, save it. Yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, going back to Mishy the Plastics. Number seven for Rob. Sandy Newton's character Naya has the job has this job when she is recruited to the IMF team by Ethan. Professional thief. And or do you mean answer. specifically why she's there? I'll just I'm just gonna read the question again, Blair. Sandy Newton's character Naya has this job when she's recruited to the IMF team by Ethan. Professional thief. Alright, I will accept it. Yes, Cavalier Thief, yes. All right, and then in now the you mission to... briefing, they call her a professional thief. Yeah, and then, yeah, I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's okay. what's printed on her business card. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Would you, now, would you like the, uh, another a second chance? Yes. Okay. So we'll go with a simple multiple choice question here. Jennifer Gardner married this Hollywood star in 2005: Tom Hanks, Matt Damon, Leo DiCaprio, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. There you go. Bada bing. Okay, now we go to coalition. All right, we question are currently eight. tied at nine. Just all right. Question eight from the coalition for Mission Impossible. How many years was MI two the top grossing film of the franchise? A multiple choice question. Sierra. Eleven years, fifteen years, eighteen years. Hmm. So how long was it the top grossing movie of, of the, the Mission franchise. Impossible franchise? Yes. So it it came out in two thousand. And I think on the podcast they said it was the top grossing until Fallout, which was 2018. But that would be so 18 years, or what was the or the maybe it was the Ghost Protocol. The it's either 15 or 18. It is like a strangely long time for not a good movie. Yeah. Do either of you remember? I don't. I, I haven't the faintest. We might need to get a clue. Yeah, I would I would take a clue. On okay. This. All right, we're gonna buy a clue, Alex. Yep. Clues okay, the, are fifteen? No, clues uh, are five. Well, that clues was are your five. last five. Google's last, are fifteen. Uh, okay. freebie. That was your last freebie. So. Last oh, freebie. that's right. That was our last freebie. All right, your clue is it's not a ghost. <laughs> All right, so so, so fall I get out. fallout. Yeah, so then it's eighteen. All right, final answer? Yeah, I don't know. You guys, I mean, I'm I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah, if it's not Ghost Protocol, then it's Fallout, which was 2018, so 18 years. And that is correct. Yes, 18 years. Woohoo! Cool. All right, and all right. I learned a thing. Thank you, Sean. Yeah. Right. Would you like Would you like to do Would you like to do it now? Five dollar donation for a bonus credit. I'd like to go for a bonus question. Yes. Yeah, I think I we think do so. the bonus. Yeah. yeah. Okay. To pad the lead. <clears throat> How many parts make up the Hunger Games series of movies? Four, seven, two, or five? Well, it's either four or five. Let's see. I think so it's there was four. Hunger Games, Mockingjay, Catching Fire. Um, Didn't one of those get split into two movies from the book? It was Catching Fire Part 1 and 2 or Mockingjay? Yeah, I think the books were a trilogy and then they broke up the last one into two movies. So yeah. I would go yeah. four. Yeah. yeah. I like that. All right, final answer? Final yeah. answer, four. Correct. That is four. Yeah. All right. There you go. Right then. Okay, we're going back to going back Team Ropers, eleven nine North Atlantic. Okay, so how many questions does each team have left? 
we are down to four Mean Girls. Uh, each team has three questions left. Three okay. questions. Okay, thank you. Okay, question number seven for Rob. What is the name of Kevin G's group for the Winter Talent Show? KG and the Power of Three. All right, final answer? Yes. Correct. Very good. Okay. You want to shoot for yes. a donation by bonus? Okay. <laughs> All right. Switching back to Mr. Moulton. I'll charge it to Jeff. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Just take it out of the register. <laughs> Years 2000. Rated PG-13. Hmm. A New York City cop whose fatherman, fireman father has died when he was six Digs oh. out his father's hand-old radio set and by a freakish fluke finds he can mm. communicate with his old man. Soon the father realizes he can help his son prevent crimes that are about to happen and the son begins to wonder if he can keep his father from perishing in a flaming building. Entertaining at first, but never quite convincing. Uh, like in a, like the unfortunate New York accent. This convoluted Twilight <laughs> Zone-like story misses the mark. He gives it two stars. Wow. Frequency. Oh, yeah, I liked that movie. Final answer? Yes. That is correct, and that is an amazing film. I love that film. I'm pretty sure Garth Brooks had a song in the soundtrack. You know, maybe. I, I, it was. It's very, you know, very homey and like family and stuff. And yeah, I mean, like, there's a couple heartstring pulls when he's like, "Jade, you didn't die in the fire. I didn't die, son." Or you know, there's you there's actually a new movie coming out with a similar plot where a guy talks to his dead niece like two weeks oh. before she dies on a cell phone. Yes, I don't know what the hell that movie's called. I did see the trailer for that. Yes, okay. It's called that Frozen was... Two. Electric <laughs> <laughs> Boogaloo. Is there going to be a weird serial killer guy that loses his hand in that one too? Oh my god! Well, you know, yeah, that reminded me. I, I remember I forgot it, and then like I remembered walking out of the theater. I think I forgot the movie I was just recently seeing. I don't know what the hell theater I was what I was watching recently. Oh, it was uh, the Gator film. I saw the Gator film, and mm-hmm. they played it. And it was Wrong. yeah, it's a mix of frequency. And a mix of, um, oh, God, cellular, because it was, like, on the phone. Mm. All right. So, okay, going to the North Atlantic Coalition, we have question number eight. Miss Norberry really earns extra money by bartending, but what side job does Katie accuse her of having in the burn book? It's a drug pusher. Drug, drug pusher. All right, final answer? Yeah. yeah. Yes. That is correct. Boom. All 12, right. 11, North Atlantic. Okay, 12, Keep going with the bonus. 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 Okay. Bonuses, baby. All right. Let's see what Moulton's got for us. Do, 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 do. Okay. Two thousand and fourteen. He gives I the page on this one. Damn it! Separate review by one line. All right. Ha 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 ha. PG thirteen. Okay. This actor plays an air marshal with an unhappy past and a drinking problem, yet he's the man on board a transatlantic jet when a terrorist who seems to know all about him and other key people on the flight starts sending threatening text messages, follows a familiar playbook for this kind of thriller, but delivers the goods and keeps you guessing right to the outlandish finale. He gave it three stars. Huh. Was this Air Marshal? Was that the, was that the name of the movie, or is that a different movie, Air Marshal? I I haven't I, the faintest idea. Yeah, I got no idea. This rings no bells for me. This is 2014, rated PG 13. Yeah, I put this under my hard section. I'll admit. Huh. Now I said for for said for another five dollar donation, I can read the actors. Um, I, you know, I'd, I'd spring for the five bucks, but I'm not sure how much it's going to help. Yeah. Can we spring for more for a different type of help, like a Google on the bonus questions? Hmm. You know, I never thought Ooh, about good this. Good question. But I don't want to say no to a donation. So I will, <laughs> I'll allow a $15, uh, a $15 uh, Google if you want to go that. Okay. Okay. What was the question again? So it's 2014. It's an extra donation to hear the question again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you want? All right, you want me here? All right, you want me to read it off again? Okay, 2014. He gave it three stars. It's PG-13. This actor plays an air marshal with an unhappy past and a drinking problem. Yet he's the man on board a transatlantic jet when a terrorist who seems to know all about him and the other key people on this flight, and he starts sending threatening text messages. This follows a familiar playbook for this kind of thriller, but delivers the goods 
and keeps you guessing right to the outlandish finale. Nonstop. The lead, the lead action, the, the lead actor, he doesn't know who the caller is or what he wants. <laughs> but what he has is a very specific <laughs> set of skills. Yeah. Air marshal skills. Yeah, the it's movie is nonstop. Of, let's just like Sean said. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. nonstop. I Googled yeah, that's it. correct, nonstop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I never would have guessed that. <laughs> I, I forgot okay. that movie existed. No, that is, that's in, that's in my hard section of the book. Yeah, so that movie came out within that three, obviously the, the Liam Neeson era when Liam Neeson <laughs> was making like two two movies a year. And it was like, it was, um, and some were good and some were bad. So you had nonstop, you had the commuter, you had, Unknown. You had obviously the Taken franchise. You had the Gray. Oh, um, they're all just, but they're all just basically like it's Taken, and then Taken on a plane, and Taken on a boat. And, yeah, the Gray was good because it had the, the wolves. <laughs> well, yeah, it was. It was their, <laughs> the wolves are taking their survival chances. I don't know what the, I would say, but yes, <laughs> I did like the commuter though. I walked out of the commuter also. Like I was like, so if apparently he gives it three stars for nonstop. I'll probably actually check out nonstop because I liked the commuter. It was the same. It was the same bit. It was like they're on a train. He's got to figure out who the bad guy is. So yeah. Yeah. Wow. Just a mild piece of trivia here. Uh, Liam Neeson, six movies in 2012, three in 2013, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight in 2014. Whoa. Yeah, I knew. Wow. I knew for that. Yeah, I was like, I was like, isn't that taken? Plus thing? another was... five in 2015, four in 2016, and then he's settled down a little bit into two to three. I think it's pretty amazing for the fact that, like, you know, even though he probably, you know, all his action scenes are edited and stuff with heavy cuts, he's still in these in these movies. It's not like the camera's not on Neeson for eighty percent of the film, so he's still mm-hmm. like on set for a lot of it. So. Uh, a credit to the man for like essentially having his agent line up all these parts for him to like and i kind of wonder if they just film him just glower in front of a green screen for several hours <laughs> <laughs> we'll write and the script we'll later it. yeah we'll write the script later and splice it. okay I'm, I'm on a i'm on a train he's on a plane he's on a train he's in paris <laughs> didn't his wife die like five years ago yeah so i wonder if he's throwing himself into his work Ooh, oh way to bring it down <laughs> well, we're, none of us are gonna get. I mean, if we ever, if anyone ever gets Neeson on, I mean, you can get philosophical. You can turn into the, like the WTF Mark Marin if you want. We'll all listen definitely for that one. All right. <laughs> all yeah. Right, if so. I ever get him on Independence Day, minute, sure. <laughs> <laughs> all you right. Want me, you want me all to talk about the mystery men? Yeah, actually, I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Thirteen Eleven North Atlantic. Going back to Team Roper for Mission Impossible question not. Okay. Um, oh, here he is. I, I scrolled the wrong side. Okay, number nine. All right, Rob. Who is credited composer for Mission Impossible 2? Hmm. Composer is the one thing I didn't pay him to. All right, well, with some $5 uh... donation, I can give you a clue. Or you you know, Google that for fifteen. Can I know what kind of clue it is? Is it multiple choice or is it description? I'm going to tell you something about this uh, composer. Probably another move they did, which might help. They got thirteen. I'll take a clue. All right. The clue is yes. He also did Gladiator in the same year. All right, so what you can do then is then we can do one of your two Googles. You can Google this composer since you know now two movies that they worked on. Mm, that's another 15. Or 20. you do a $10 and you could te- you text somebody you believe would know that answer. If I had someone to text, they'd be in here helping. Um. <laughs> and that's the sad truth, isn't it? <laughs> when your oh, lifelines oh. won't even answer you. Uh, that's the problem with phone a friend. It assumes you have to. <laughs> it's 2000 Gladiator. I'm not going to come up with that out of my head because I can all I can do is rule out. A... All right. Well, like I, said, like I said, I have to uh, get an answer. How many questions are left? These are the final four questions. Last two Mission Impossibles and then last. Mm-hmm. They get there's bonus. They go twice. <laughs> Hold the three. <sighs> Carry the Ethan. Fine, I'll Google it. 
<laughs> all right. All right. All right, Alex, we're using a $50 donation Google. All right. 15. That's 15, 15, right? 15, yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. The price well, of Google's has went up. Well, if he, well, if he, no, if he did 50, that would be the auto win. That's the auto that's win. The, that's the, here's the cruncher. Yeah. I mean, technically, Robert is just the substitute. He doesn't have to pony up any of the cash. It's I agree. the other guys that have to. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's the yeah. team cash. Yes. No, I agree. If you, if you get, we'll try and get a hold of Jeff and like, you know, if he ever gets a hold of that butthead, Chris, um, they could pony up. My turn. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to go Hans Zimmer. That is correct. Hans Zimmer. Yes. Exactly. Uh. All right. So now did you do yes. that? Okay. 13, 12. Yes. All right. All right. We're going to go to a multiple choice here. Ooh. Silence of the Lambs is based on a book by which writer? Thomas Harris, Thomas Dan Harris. Brown, Stephen King, or Tom Clancy? You said Thomas, Thomas Harris? Thomas Harris. That is correct. You know, I feel like that's a tricky question, but once you read the multiple choice, you go like, well, the other guys definitely didn't write this. Yeah. You're like, Tom Clancy didn't write this. You're like, all right. It's clearly not Stephen King because there are no daddy issues or bullies. Yeah. You're like, mm, you're like he's <laughs> like, kind of a spooky, but not that spooky. All right. Okay. All right. Moving on. Coalition. Mm-hmm. All right, so Last this is question impossible to question. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> How did Ethan hear about his mission at the beginning of this film? Well, he started off by rock climbing, and then he got up to the top of the mesa, and then a helicopter flew by, and it launched a <laughs> rocket at him. And inside the rocket was a pair of sunglasses. So he pulled off the top end of the rocket, put the glasses on, and then Anthony Hopkins is like, oh, hey, mission, bro. And he's like, cool. Then he tosses the sunglasses away, and then they explode. Final answer. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was like, really? We're going to end on such a such a really easy one? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, would you like to go for a bonus? 1413 North Atlantic. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, bonus. Okay. All right. I'm glad we got that one right because technically Anthony Hopkins doesn't say "Hey, mission, bro." Hey, mission, bro. Yeah, I need I need exact hey, script mission, detail. <laughs> Direct quote. All right, nineteen. No, hey, hey, mission, bro, was from Hopkins's dialogue in Thor. Yeah. Nineteen ninety six, rated R. If you find a kitchen sink, it's this one screenwriter forgot to throw it. And this over-the-top action yarn, which starts out seriously, then changes tone. This actress plays an amnesiac with a young daughter whose life is happy life is disrupted when she's forced to confront her past as a professional undercover assassin. This other actor is a low-rent private eye who goes along for this roller coaster ride, full of large-scale stunts and humor. Uh, uh, the uh, with the actress and. Uh, Oh, no one seems to mind or care that a child is also part of this mayhem. <laughs> he gave it two and a half stars. Is this? It's uh, Gina Davis and Sam Jackson. Do we want to pay to find out the actors? That's a five dollar, right? Yes. Yeah, that's an additional five. Yeah, let's let's yeah, do five dollars to find out the actors. Yeah, okay. I can't think of the name. All right. If you find a kitchen sink, it's the one screenwriter Shane Black forgot to throw in this over-the-top action yarn. Which oh, it's a Christmas out, movie. Which starts out seriously that changes tone. Dave, Gina Davis plays an amnesiac with a young daughter whose life is uh, happy life is disrupted when she's forced to confront her past as a professional undercover assassin. Sam Jackson plays a low rent private eye who goes along for this roller coaster ride full of large scale stunts and humor with Davis as a combination Pauline and Rambo. No one seems to mind that yeah or care that a child also took part in the main. Directed by Rennie Harlan. Does that ring a bell, Sean? What's the name? <laughs> and for $5, and for $5, I will tell you this. Did you give me $5? I'll give you this uh, this additional clue that's not written here in this book. At the time, it was the largest paid for uh, screen uh, script. Shane Black, uh, oh. made, Shane Black made his largest paycheck off of this uh, script at the time. It's not Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, but it's a different movie that Shane Black wrote. It, there, it, there is kiss in the title, though. Yes, it's um, it's like the a kiss good night, the long kiss good night, the long kiss good night. That's right. 
the long final, kiss good night final answer final answer correct yes a long kiss good night i'm pretty right. sure i listened to a how did this get made episode on that one what, what you also did was you were on my facebook and i was like wait captain marvel's just long kiss good night <laughs> <laughs> Oh and God, I was like, and I was like, no, seriously, <laughs> it's just a PG version of like Long Kiss Goodnight. I was like, this whole movie just just replaced, yeah, just it's, it's just with more aliens. <laughs> All right, fifteen thirteen Hello? North Atlantic. Oh, Brian has joined yep. us. Yep. Hey. Right. hey, hey, good Here timing. Just in All time right. for uh, we on the last round. Bonus. Yep. On the last we round. On the final two questions, Mean Girls nine and ten. Okay, what's the score? Yeah, what, 15, 15 13. 13. Yep. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Question, what is this? Question, uh, is this question? Question nine from Mean Girls. Mean Girls, and this is going to Robert. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, here we go. What is the solution to the math problem that Katie is given in the tournament? Because, Alex, I'm not reading the thing. I can read it. <laughs> oh, all right. I can read the it. equation. <sighs> what is the limit as x approaches zero of the natural log of one minus x minus the sine of x over one minus the <laughs> cosine squared of x? And we will want to see your work on this, Rob. <laughs> My work is watching Mean Girls. Uh, the limit does not exist. Final answer? Yes. That is correct. Yes. Okay. All right. And you want to go for a bonus? I have to. Okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> you have to. All right. Oh, Brian let. Brian, knock it off. You're going to kill me in the editing bay. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Do, 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 do. Uh, gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> Ooh, look at this one. I, ran, I pulled out another one. 1996, rated R. All right. This actor chances to pass through a dreary Texas town where two Chicago gangs are at each other's throats and tries to work both sides of the street to his own advantage. This is a remake of Yojimba, which itself became a fistful of dollars that's set in the 1930s, is rife with gunplay, but overcome by sheer boredom. He gave it two Ouch. stars. Did you say Texas Town run by Chicago gangs? Yeah. Okay. I think I heard that right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. In every Texas town run by Chicago games. Is it for another final donation? I'll, I'll read you the whole cast list. That won't help. I know what movie you mean. I just can't think of the title. Okay. I think the problem is I didn't see it, even though '96 was until recently my record for the most movies in a year. Oh. It's not two bits. That was '95. Hmm. It's not the one with the brothers and the title. Later, I don't know. All right, then. And give me the actors ain't going to help because I know the actors. Okay, well, you can, use, you can use your last Google here or, you know, <sighs> sadly forfeit it if you, you don't give me a good answer. <clears throat> How much am I up? I'm, I'm at 40. That's Now, I could squeeze some out of Jeff and Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much. Uh... They're good for it. Right, Sean, right. you could buy me a clue if you want. You, know, you wanted to work both sides. <laughs> <laughs> All right, like I said, we got final answer. I, don't know. I, I, I would, but I think my teammate. So basically, either I buy a clue or I think we I can buy him a clue. All right, I'll, yeah, I'll, <laughs> we'll buy, I'll, him I'll a buy you a clue. We'll, All right, yeah, yeah, we'll buy you a Google. All right. Oh, they're buying you a Google. Look at that. Whoa. We each kick in five bucks for the fifteen. Oh, that is some. Yeah. That is some. That's some. That's some. Oh, uh, what's it called? Uh, over the aisle uh, handshaking right there. There you yeah. go. Bipartisan. Bipartisan. Mm-hmm. Jeez, I'm gone for an hour, and we're buying clues for the other two. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's Brian. Since you showed up, it's now four against one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait a second. That's not good. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Jeff let Rob hold the bag, so I'm I'm trying to be I'm trying to be as, as fair about as I can. I knew it was a fucking Bruce Willis movie. <laughs> Damn it. All right. And you're finally last man three. standing. That is correct. Yes, last man standing. <laughs> All, right. All right. And we are tied at fifteen. I did fifteen, two outs, bottom of the ninth, final question. Okay, here we Which go. Which now, Brian, because you're late, now you have to get this. All right, we're all going <laughs> to oh, break you better Julia, get it We're right. all just sitting on our hands. We're, we're muting the mics. <laughs> it's on you, Brian. All Brian right. at the bat. 
Question 10. This is going to the coalition. This date is commonly referred to as Mean Girls Day because it is the day when Aaron asked Katie when the date oh was. My. This is the last October one? October 3rd. <laughs> October 3rd. October 3rd. <laughs> <laughs> October 3rd with an Oakley Final song. answer. Everybody. Yep. yep. <laughs> there we go. All right. And final score is 16 to 15. North Atlantic Coalition with the victory. <sighs> Very, very well played, Rob. Valiant well effort. Played. Rob, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, good job, Rob. Good very job, my good Rob. Job. Made, made a game of it. Yeah. Uh, but well, now when you're on stage, I'll just throw things at you or something. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's dollar bills. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All the dollar bills, yeah. All right. So let's, yeah, let's uh, total up the, uh, the team credits uh, for donations for what Team Roper, because obviously Jeff is going to definitely help Rob on this one. I... Uh, so I'm going to double check my math here, but um, not counting that last 15 that you guys have to split up. I've got $45 a piece yep. for each team. And then North Atlantic also can split up that 15. So I guess you guys have $60. Okay, so 45 and 60. That was a, that was a very productive game. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, um I want to thank everybody uh, for playing tonight. Uh, thank you for Brian for coming in. At, at yeah, the end. you're welcome. Glad. Is there to anything be here. you want to you want to tell us while you're here before we before we sign <laughs> Well, we played a hell of a game. Yeah, <laughs> Brian won it. Really. Yeah. Oh well, you know, Rob. Uh, Once we get into Portland, we've got to b- start barnstorming some uh, pub trivia. I I agree. Now, Rob, a concession. Is there anything else you'd like to tell the listeners? I'll give you I'll give you the final word on that. Uh, sure. Go to lemmingdrops.com so you can find links to my shows. Annihilation Minute, Mandy Sucks Minute, The Room Minute, Michael Myers Minute, and Dave Made a Minute. And my non-movies by minute show, Mandalorian Time Machine. Thank you very much, Rob. Yes, very. Rob is very informative. Very informative man. And uh, yes, he did a really good job playing uh, just, just, just one solo man versus a team of four. <laughs> <laughs> uh and i'll I'll run through uh, yeah let's do it let's run through the other our other guests here uh we'll start with sean uh well yeah so you 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 could have heard me with our host dave palace on uh groundhog minute where we covered groundhog day one minute at a time and that's at groundhogminute.com. and uh before that i covered this is spinal tap one minute at a time with uh great co-host heidi bennett and that's at you can find those shows at spinaltapminute.com and uh i don't know that's it for now Rick, Julia? Yeah, if you want to hear any more of our stuff, we are on MadMaxMinute.com. That's where you can find all of our minute-by-minute breakdowns of the Mad Max series of movies. Uh, We're also on social media, but all the links are on the main website. So just go MadMaxMinute.com. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you for playing. And so, yeah, uh, to the listeners, we'll let you know that um, by the time this comes out, that our next game will be the finale, where the North Atlantic Coalition are going against... The Dum Dum Squad live on stage in Portland. I don't know how exactly we're going to record it all, but once I get that up, um, I'll let you know as soon as we as we come back into into, the, into into I come in back in town from Portland. So uh, thank you again and good night. Let them say your hair's too long.